Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Live from Nakamegado, Japan, this is Magic on the Blacktop, the only NBA podcast where two blokes open a pack of 95, 96 upper deck trading cards and draft a fantasy basketball team. My name is Peter, and with me, as always, is the Essex assassin, the British bully, the English enigma, the commish of the Tokyo Senshi, the Sarunas skipper, the raging Cajun, the Barkley beggar, the wandering minstrel, and fathead number two. Mr. Ian Rudd! I think I'm the original fathead. No, no. I am the original <laughs> fathead. Because it was by your decree that I was a fathead. So you're number two. I don't know where fathead comes from. <laughs> I don't think you got a particularly fathead. I was just uh, the shock of seeing Sean Kemp join the the, the blockers. Yeah, the Kansas the enemy, City blockers. The enemy. Um, it brought out the true Ian to all the did. listeners. And then to follow it up, I really was the Barkley beggar, and you got him too. I got him, and I... I thought mind, about could, my, I, could I have a power forward <laughs> any no, point no? you're not getting any okay you know I, I honestly considered cutting some of your nicknames and I, I I thought Barkley beggar I might I might skip next week because now that he's on my team it's possible he asks me you know cool it out on Ian <laughs> well I like Chuck I, that doesn't surprise me yeah well you shouldn't be such a beggar so that's why you're fat head number no, two you can't, you can't start cutting them people expect them it's uh there'll be outrage there'll be <laughs> there'll be carnage there'll in the be streets riots. there'll be cars flipped over there'll be fires in tokyo there'll be no no i can't imagine i think people are mad right now they're hold live on. messaging saying hold on, hold on. don't you dare cut me see i told you our introductions this isn't even going out and people are getting whiffed of it so no don't um Pete, it's been too long. You know, it, we went from meeting each other way too soon, right? That I wanted was to kill too you, soon. and now it's it's. I've been I've been waiting for this day. I, I'm I'm amped up, ready to participate and open some packs. Yeah. So last show we recorded only a couple of days after the previous show, and now this show is it's been a week and a half since we last saw each yeah, other. Yeah, almost so two weeks. Nearly two weeks. Yeah. Do this... you remember what happened? <laughs> I don't remember what happened in the last one. How can we, how can uh, we talk I, about I, it? I I. I no, I don't remember. I know we opened some packs. I remember that. And I remember we the players we got. But it was so sudden right after arguably the most emotional week we've ever had with the Jordan opening and all that. Oh, and yeah. it went right into a new thing like two or three days later. I'm glad we had some time to let it breathe. Yeah. We're back. We're motivated. I feel the energy in the air. I'm ready. Have you had time to reflect on your team? I have, and I, I, I gotta say, I am super pumped about the blockers. I'm, okay. I'm excited where they're at. I'm looking forward to where we're going. I feel as a GM, I'm making all the right moves. I feel like I've got this whole thing figured out. I feel like I haven't, and I'm not, but I've got Michael <laughs> Jordan on my team, and that's my saving uh, grace at the what, moment. If I, I feel like that's what's going to be my possible undoing, is mm. like I feel like I've really played the game right. Like I've, I've really analyzed how to approach this. And yet you still have Michael Jordan. I do, but I don't know, it's, it's been interesting to see how the... Because obviously it's not... Um, this, this is going to shake you to your very core, and I'm not <laughs> insulting you. Oh my God. But it's not skill-based. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> it's the luck of the cards, and it's awesome to see how different two teams can be. Because I'd say our teams are really different at the moment. Yeah. As in the areas where you're strongest, I'm absolutely at my weakest. The areas where I'm... You don't really have many strengths. No, I was thinking, I was thinking where am I? I got, jo- I got Jordan. Did I mention I got Michael Jordan? You've got Michael Jordan, and at least you have a center position. Yeah. 
which is something I do not. I've got two senses actually. Yeah. And but no, it's you're right. We 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 have different approaches to the game, right? You you've got more of a defense heavy approach with <clears throat> Jordan and Dumars in the front court. Yeah. And I mean, Kidd is an awesome defensive player, but I still think if you're giving me a lockdown defensive guy, I'll take Dumars or Peyton over Kidd. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's close, but I still feel like that's the emphasis of your team. You've got some protection on the rim. However, me now having Kemp as a backup and Barkley. You know what? Maybe we should talk about who's on our team. Well, before we even do that, yeah. should we tell people what we're doing? Because what are we doing? Well, I have no idea. <laughs> why do you come to my house every Saturday night <laughs> recently? <laughs> um, so what we're doing? We have a box of twenty-five-year-old, ninety-five, ninety-six upper deck basketball trading cards. And what we do is each week we open a pack each and talk about the players that come up, and then we pick one player each for our own teams. And after twelve weeks, we're going to have two full squads, and we can compare who has the best team. Now there are a couple of things that we have to be wary of. Once, once a player is chosen, he is no longer on the cards. Literally, you can't take him anymore. So, for example, last week. Pete got Charles Barkley, a player that I really wanted, but I can't get him anymore. Even and you got Robert Parrish. And I got a player that we've never even discussed. <laughs> no. But the Chiefs. Once they've been drafted, they are ineligible for any future consideration. That's right. Also, occasionally insert cards come up. We oh, talk right. about them and they're fun, but we can't choose them for our teams. And because we, we wanted to keep it to the base card simply because the inserts are always all-star players. Well, you think well, so. Uh, <laughs> this think pack has... Blue Edwards. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Dejan Mustard, what's his name? That's not <laughs> Dejan Mustard. Come up twice. Um, um, there's a, there's been some questionable choices. There's been Poo weeks. Williams. There's been weeks where the inserts have been the worst cards in the deck. Yeah, and so that is not. But usually, traditionally, the case when we made the rules, the inserts are usually quite good players. That's right. So the inserts avoid, and also a new rule which came up quite recently. Mm-hmm. If a player exists in my pack and Pete's pack. Neither of us can choose him. Yeah, that's 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 fair. He voids himself. Yes. Ronnie Cycli was a casualty of, at one point. He during, was Paul Ronnie. And so was Harold Miner. When they have the repeats, they're out. They're out. We got we got to be strict. Got to be cruel to be kind. Uh, and then the last thing, we need to cover all positions. So each squad has point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center, and a wild card, which just can be anyone. So we've got two lots of that, 12 spots to fill. And now we're into week eight. Can you believe it? I can. And now we need to really start thinking about positions. And I did not know small forward was a position. Did you know that until maybe 17 years old? I thought it was called strong forward. Well, what would be the difference between a strong and a power forward? Why is there a small forward of all these players who are at least six foot eight? Because he's not as big as the power forward. That's so stupid. So I thought power meant like, you know, you're inside and you're... you're... Well, you've got you've got two powerful power forwards. I do. And I have no strong forwards. I have Dan Martley, who's a great small forward. <laughs> well, Thunder should we, Dan. Should we talk about who we both got and when what we're looking for? Do yes. you want to go first? The, the Kansas City blockers? Yeah, the Kansas City blockers. Who's currently on your team and what do you need this week? Uh, in no particular order, but I will go in an order of guards to forwards to centers. The traditional way. Yeah. I've got Jason Kidd and Clyde Drexler in the front court. Great combination. They're in the backcourt. Yeah, the backcourt. They're in the front. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Um, Anyway, then in the the backcourt, I've got... Front court. (laughs) In the front court, I've got Dan Marley, Thunder Dan, and Detlef Schrempf, an NBA Jam legend. And accompanying them is Charles Barkley and Sean Kemp. Mm-hmm. Now, I have one wild card who has not quite made the cut to starter or backup, and that's Vin Baker, who I love as a player these days, but he's not quite 
starter worthy. Okay, I see. So who who's your current starting five? Jason Kidd, Clyde Drexler, who are you picking at small forward? Dan Marley or Detlef Shrimp? Thunder Dan. Thunder Dan. Power forward? Barkley. Okay. And then I have no center. Okay. I have so, like just I gotta draft a center this so week. So you need you need two centers. I do. You need a backup point guard. Yep. You need a backup shooting guard. Not necessarily. Now I'm very lucky in this sense that Dan Marley oh, can flex yeah. himself into the shooting guard position. Okay, so you got a bit of flexibility. He's a good backcourt player. Okay. Who you got, buddy? The Essex Jammers. I've got point guard. I well, I've got two good ones, I think. I got Tim Hardaway and Joe Dumas. Mm-hmm. Shooting guards, I've got I'm sport for choice. I've got Michael Jordan and Reggie Miller. Wow. Uh, forwards is where it goes downhill a little bit. I've got Dennis Scott. <laughs> currently holding down the four of <laughs> currently holding down the four, all four forward positions. You don't have another forward? No. That's it? Yeah. You're out of forwards. Yeah. Okay. Um we you picked them all. <laughs> However, I was thinking... Oh, and then, sorry. Uh, finally, centers. I got Robert Parrish, uh, who I picked up last week, and Vladi Divac. Divac. The flopper. Um, and then, yeah, so I... Basically, we have five cards, five packs left. Three of them need to be forwards, so I don't have any gaps in my roster. And then two wild cards can be anything. So I need to pick three forwards. Now, I was thinking about this. You've got Sean Kemp and Charles Barkley. And I do. That, and Vin Baker. You know, he's not maybe the, an obvious choice, but he was an all-star. He's a very, very good player. Very, yeah, yeah, for sure. I was trying to think who's left, and there are still some good ones out there. The guy you always forget. Carl Malone is yes. it? Well, no, because in my head, I always... I don't know why I consider him a center. I know he's not he a center. Yeah, Greg Ostertag. I know, I know, I know. A... I know. It's just because... He's a huge man, and he's yeah. not that tall compared to a centre. It's just the size of him. But anyway, uh, so famous, Carl Malone's still out there. There's a small forward I'm targeting. There's two I'd be okay with. Okay, who are they? Pip and Rodman. Ooh. Those guys are still out there. Yeah, okay. And Pippin, I think, is a great find. I don't know if he's in Series 1 or Series 2, which we'll touch on in a, a minute, but Pippin would be a huge pickup. Scotty Bean would be amazing. Yeah. And then so I'm, I'm looking for Carl Malone. Well, let's just fantasy build your team right now. Why open the packs? Chris Webber. Yep. Chris Webber's still out there. He's awesome. There's one more. <laughs> uh, that's it. Who is it? Oh, of course. UNLV's finest, Larry Johnson. Oh, Grandmama. Grandmama. So there are still some good ones out there. LJ still in? Yeah, yeah you're right. We haven't seen him at all. There's still some good ones. What think... about Grant Hill? Is he a guard forward or just a guard? Grant Hill is a small forward now. That brings up... The next thing I wanted to talk about. What's that? I don't think we're going to be able to do things you learned during the week because I don't remember don't <laughs> the last time we met up. A single thing so, that happened. But do you, one thing that did happen last week was, I think I told you, we were only playing with half the players before because Upper Deck released this season's cards over two series. Right. Now, I managed to source series two. The German copies. Uh, turns out they're French. <laughs> I knew it. I knew they were French. We talked about this and you were insistent that they were German. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I found them on eBay and I ordered them from America and they, they are the French ones. Now, uh, from what I've read online, we've not opened a pack, from, but from what I've read online is that there was an international edition and the numbers should match up. So, fingers crossed if I've calculated this correctly, we will get players we've not had yet. Okay. If I've not calculated this correctly, we may be back to... J.R. Reed. J.R. Reed, Will Perdue's, and 
Dudley. Chris Dudley's. Chris Dudley's. So we'll see. However, um, is Grant Hill gone? Yeah, and that brings me to the next thing. No. Is that I don't know. I've tried not to look at who's in this pack, but I had to double check who's. You know that that is the case. That's why we were missing so many players, and one player that didn't come up in the first series is Grant Hill. So this is what I want to ask you. I have a question for you. Okay. Are you going to say like, can we choose which pack we open? No. No. Nope. Not even on the final week. Nope. Because I think just by what you told me, I think it was maybe off the air, but or maybe it was on. I don't know if it kept it in the show. The Series 1 had about 150 or so players. 165. Okay, 165. Series 2, 115. Right. Just for balance reasons, I think we've done a nice job having it be 7 of Series 1 and 5 of Series 2. We've covered all available it's options. It's almost like we planned it. It is like we almost We genuinely planned. didn't. We had no idea we, we were planning it. We panicked like <laughs> hell and ordered this. But uh, yeah, okay. That's fair enough. That's that's fair enough. And then, and that, the other thing as well is we don't know if there's only 115 players in this one, there might be one extra insert card per pack. Oh, that's true. they might not even be Professor Dunks. They might not even be, what was the other one? Fun facts. They might be completely different. There might be three. There might be... No holograms. So should we, without further ado? No, we have one thing I want to say before we start. Um, We usually put this near the beginning, but if you have a chance, please hit us up on Instagram. We love reading your comments. Hit us up on Magic on the Blacktop. Is that our Instagram account? Magic on the Blacktop, yep. And hit us up on Twitter. Twitter? (laughs) I think that's your... I don't know that's what you're doing my your... OnlyFans account, so <laughs> sorry about that. I got a little excited. Hit us up on Twitter at Magic Blacktop. I was so nervous about messing up the name that I, I said Twinner. You've called it 14 different things I know, before. I know, I know, I know. But it's Magic Blacktop. That's the one. If you want to check out the teams at any point as well, check out the website. And, yeah, uh, and actually, you can listen to the episode on the website as well. Yeah, every Sunday, so Japanese time, we release it on, we record it on Saturday, and we release it on Sunday evening. So by Sunday morning, US time, it's normally out, and uh, or it will be out, and you can check it out. Yeah, and great job for you, man. You've done a nice job on both the website and the Instagram account, and uh, I, I'm keeping the, the Twitter, uh, I'm holding it down. <laughs> All right, to the packs. Look at these. Oh, they're green. These are international. These ones didn't come in a box. They came loose. We got. I managed to find someone selling 35 packs of 95, 96 Upper Deck French. Series 2. It does say Series 2. Let's hope these are new cards. So do you want to... I'll take this stack right okay. here. Dang, these feel... God, if I could just open them all like a kid. You're right, Series 2. Le Charlotte inserts de spécial Michael Jordan. That's my French I took in high school. Okay, we've made our picks. Okay, I've switched my pack that I, I chose and gave it to Ian. Saisho, uh, good, junk in. Shit, I lost. Again. I'm going to read yours first. Okay, I'm not even going to open your pack yet. Okay. I'm just going to throw it away. I'm just going to... I'm not going to look through it. I'm going to look at the first card, and I think that will tell me... Who is the man that can jam over any man? These are not players we've had before. Oh, we have all new players. I think so. And the cards look exactly the same, so that's a good sign. Are they in English? The front of the card is... It might be like the Japanese ones, where most of the card is in English, but... A bit of it isn't. Oh, French we can read. It's easier than Japanese. <laughs> okay, right. Your first player. Yes. Let's center it up. I'm going to read the French. Oh, cool. And I reckon you can get it in three words. All right. Le big dog. The big dog. <laughs> it's, the, <laughs> it's the le big dog. Excuse me. It's le big dog. Le big dog. Glenn Robinson is already on the board. This is an exciting week. 
That is an exciting week. It's a forward. Do you know much about Glenn Robinson? He was drafted. I'll let you answer that question I just asked you. But before that, he was the first pick the year before these cars, 94-95, and didn't get Rookie of the Year because they were co-Rookies of the Year. Of Jason Kidd. Who we've mentioned many times. And the player we won't see. uh, Grant Hill. Grant Hill. But this guy was picked above them, and he was good. He He was was really good. He had a great career. And the reason that he maybe gets overshadowed a bit is because of the other players that he was drafted before who turned out to be absolute Hall of Famers. Glenn Robinson III, his son, is currently in yeah, the NBA. That's yeah. right, yeah. playing. He was playing for the Warriors. I think he is now at the... I don't know, he's somewhere else. He, he came up in week one, I think, as a... Insert. As an insert. I think it was a... Prof, would it have been a Professor Dunk? No, no because I don't think we had a good Professor Dunk until That's Shaq true. made That's true, and it would have only been his second year, so it's probably a fun fact about him being the first draft pick. And I think I mentioned then, I saw him play once. Do you remember? I said at it... The Syracuse... No, 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 oh. this was in England. He England? He came as the Purdue All-Stars. Remember, you said the Will Purdue All-Stars? Oh, yeah, I mocked it. Um, no, Purdue, his university. They came over and did like a tour of Europe, I guess. And I saw them play at the gym that my junior team used to play for. Uh, play at, sorry. You guys so, ran the same court as Glenn Robinson? Yeah. Listen to this. In 94, the obvious when he was his peak of college basketball, National College Player of the Year, consensus, first team All-American, NCAA season scoring leader, Big Ten Player of the Year. This guy was a better prospect. Well, you know what? The, look, career NBA stats, 20 a game, six rebounds, and three assists. Yeah, I mean, his first year, his rookie year, uh, 21.9 points a game. He went straight onto that team with Vin Baker. Yeah, my guy. Yeah, they were good together. The problem is, is I'm not looking for a forward right now. I am. Can I have him? <laughs> no, you can't. I got to open your pack. But Glenn Robinson, the, the big dog. It gets us off the mark nicely. Yeah, I think that these new packs, I think the, uh, what's it called? I think the quality of the players has a chance to be higher because there's a smaller pool. This is true. And there were so many big names that didn't come up in the first lot. Hey, you got a forward. Oh, I need those. That's what you need, right? Yep. And he's a Cav, so you know he's got those awesome jerseys that you love so much. Oh, the problem is I think we've had all the decent Cavs. Well, he's he's a... I remember him. Now, I've said that a couple of times about players who played like two seasons. Chris Mills. Is he bad? No, no, no. Chris Mills Chris Mills good. is not bad. He was a good role player. Yeah, he was good. I don't want him on my team, but he was good. <laughs> By the way, sorry, just, just, to, just for the people at home to relax, just to confirm. I know I kind of said it a second ago. These cards are absolutely identical. You know what's interesting what's to that? me? They replaced some, they put some fun facts in the back of the cards instead of putting stats for my guy here. Do you have that? In English. You're right. It's in and it's, it's actually like, in English and French. Oh, you're right. Is yours in see, both? Yeah, yeah, it's in both. Uh, I'll read you the English version, and I'd like to hear the big dogs, the big dogs in a second. Actually, tell me the big dog now. That's so cool. We can, yeah, because the Japanese one only had Japanese, and it didn't even have this. It just had. Okay, you ready for this? Yep. The big dog led all NBA rookie scorers in 94-95 with his 21.9 points per game. How can you average 21.9 points per game as a rookie and not win Rookie of the Year? you got to, you got to be disappointed. And there was two. It shows how they good... They couldn't be three? You, you think? God. Maybe that was stretching it. Sorry, he's not done. Uh, placing 10th in the league overall as a rookie. And he didn't win Rookie of the Year. It shows you how good Grant Hill and Jason Kidd are. Well, I think you'll be happy to know that in 94-95, Mills knocked down 94 of 243-point shots, almost 4, 0.400%, right? Like 0.400, is that how you say it? 40, 40%. So. Why do they always do in the 100 fractals? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and pulled in 267 defensive rebounds to place fourth on the Cavaliers. Hey, man. Chris Mills. 
he's not he's 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 good i shouldn't have been down on him yeah i mean like okay a guy who has only dennis scott you're gonna laugh in the face of a forward given to you yes because <laughs> it's chris mills but i'm thinking right now i'm thinking i need i need to make a statement i need to put a message out there all right i've got michael jordan but i know i know people are pitying my team right now i know people are thinking i'm second best right now and i need to put out a statement i need uh i need a Carl Malone of a statement yeah. and chris mills does not give me that well, only Carl Malone gives you that, so good luck getting him. <laughs> All, All right. right. All right, who's my next guy? You got Max. Vernon Maxwell. Now, wait a minute. I, he was a he was a 76er? He was. Well oh. done. Okay, I got that right. Uh, this was, I guess this was his first season with the 76ers. He was at the Rockets before that. Do you want me to read his... Uh, oh, he's got a cool nickname. Oh, I, we love that. Yeah, it says it even on the card. This is so good, we don't even have to go to Wikipedia. Yeah, um, which saves us hours. Or, or make them up even, which is <laughs> what I think we've done for a few. Um, skyscraper. He's a guard, so he would be a skyscraper. <laughs> okay, so that was a mistake. Think about it. All right. It's a movie title. Okay. Titanic. That's also it, It's related to his name. What's his name? Vernon... Maxwell. Fig- uh, Mad Max. This is Mad Max. I got Mad Max. There we go. Mad Max signed with Philadelphia on September 26, 1995. So just probably... Can we do a trade alert? It doesn't have I know, the trade on the thing, but we'll I... put one in there Thank for sure. <laughs> uh, after offering some valuable minutes for Houston for five plus seasons. I'd say more than valuable. 13.7 points per game. He averaged over seven years for Houston. So yeah, Max. Mad Max. Uh, you know what? I'm kind of looking for a guard, but right now we're... I'm going to make a statement. I know that everyone thinks I'm the heavy favorite, and I want to keep that that crown on my head for all seasons to come. I want a Shaq Ewing combo here. So, all right, you ready for your next guy? Yeah. Oh, look out! Now, look. I know you have a propensity for violence on this podcast, especially when I have good news or bad news. I'm only violent when Anthony Bowie comes out. I don't know what he does to me. I don't know what he brings out in me. Well. This guy's got a violent streak in him like you. It's Dennis Rodman. No, that's that'd be awesome. I'm sorry, it's not Dennis Rodman. Okay, let me think about this. Let okay. me think about this. He's position? He's a guard. So guard and likes violence. He's quite violent. Uh, he and PJ Carlismo are not great oh, friends. Spree. He got spree. spree. Okay. Now put your hands down. Don't choke me out. Like Dre uh, did. Was he at the Warriors during this? Yeah, this is when he was on Golden State, man. Yeah, I really good player. I don't need guards, but uh, you don't need guards. Card. You give up Mark Price. Could be a wild card. The worst comes to the worst. But already we're seeing good cards in this deck. You're damn right we are. And listen to this: Sprewell tied a 94-95 individual high, stealing the ball eight times in March 26, 1995, against Orlando. Yeah, who doesn't steal it? Against Spree the was Magic? really good. He was a. Uh, he wasn't. Not much was expected of him really coming out of college. Alabama. He went to not a great basketball school as we've discussed before. And he, you know he he wasn't expected to be anywhere near the player he was. He was really really good. Yeah. I mean, violence aside. Well, you know. I mean, it's a hot... You know, people get angry when we're playing games. He said he didn't choke them hard. He could well, still well, breathe. Well, this is true. What team do you remember Spree on the most? Timberwolves? Timberwolves. Is I, that when he played with Sam Cassell? Yeah, he was at the Timberwolves. He the was big at, ticket? He was at the Knicks. Ah, yeah. I remember the the Wolves and the Timberwolves. Were, oh, I'm sorry. The Golden Knicks State. and the Timberwolves. More were. than Golden State? I, know, I, didn't, I didn't even know he played for Golden, Golden State. Golden State is where he's Golden State was his... He was drafted there and he was there a number of years. How many years had he been in the league at this point? Well, it's one of the cards that's misleading. It gives me last year's stats. Does it say a number Three though? NBA totals. Three so I'm guessing... 92. 91, 91 92. 92? Yeah. Okay. 
But what do you think about the nickname Spree? It's evokes not imagery of like a shooting. <laughs> well, he did bring the his violence, gun. Uh, the choking spree. There uh, you go. Yeah, it's. I like single syllable nicknames. They're easy to remember. I don't know why. I've always had a soft spot for Latrell Sprewell. I actually really like this player. Well, he's really good. He was I don't really know, good. He, he was also cool to me. Like he was. He was just a cool player. Well, Spree was just like a ball of energy. He was just like really good at steals. Played really aggressive. Coast goes dribbling, but at the same time had a good shot as well. But he was just one of those kind of. Guys is constantly attacking, you know, constantly giving uh, the div- oh god. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then, but on the court, he wasn't bad either. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give him a Pete stamp of approval. I love Spreewell. Okay, but I love my next guy even more. Who do I got? You do love your next guy even is more. Oh, I'm excited already. I'm not. Is it Patrick Ewing? Better. It's Shaq. Can I throw him at you? No. Is it is it the man that can jam over any man? Shaq Lodeal. Yeah. <laughs> the man that can jam over any man Shaq can you dig it who's the cat that likes sourdough bacon and all that I'm not even gonna get mad I'm happy for you oh man look at the size of his hands look at the picture on the back oh my god you don't understand Shaq is me and I am Shaq I'm in trouble folks this is not good for team jammers Man, Shackle O'Deal found his home on the blockers. Well, hold on. He might come up. It's still on. Don't you dare start saying that nonsense. Don't do it. Don't you jinx jinx this. You know I love Shaq. Who doesn't love Shaq? <laughs> if we both said he would be our first choice center. Oh my god! Although you did, you did meet, you did eat enough Shaq packs to meet him. I think. Yes, <laughs> I thought you, there was a contest. Didn't you win like a I nationwide competition? Eighty-five um, pounds. Okay, Shaq. This is his third season in the league. The most dominant center of all time. Well, it, generational, it might not be. You could, you, you could got, argue. Like, you got guys like Bill, Bill Russell or Will, Abdul Jabbar, Wilt Chamberlain. But for me, the best center of all time. The guy. Oh, I, if god. I was picking a team. I would want him. Just absolute raw power. Great footwork. Doesn't get enough credit for his footwork. No, and I think that he played basketball like, uh, how do I say it? Not the, 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 he played basketball the way I, I feel it should be played. Like, he, he had amazing fundamentals. I mean, I'd pick him just for what he did to Chris Dudley alone. <laughs> oh, Chris Dudley has left the podcast. He stopped <laughs> listening again. He gives us a chance every week. Since his cease and desist order, he hasn't been in touch yeah. again, so I think we're good. <laughs> but uh, no, what I mean though is like he possessed such a skill for basketball of knowing every technique a big man should know that's all gone now in modern basketball. You're right. If 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 Shaq was playing nowadays, he'd be he'd have coaches working with him all night on his three point shot. Which is such a shame. Joel Embiid shouldn't be putting up threes. No. Joel should be should be watching old Shaq VHS yes. videos, jump dunking on people, putting his nuts in their face and yes. pushing them on the ground. That's this what is we Shaq. that's what we miss in this game. Oh man, I am ecstatic. What a run I'm on of Kemp, Barkley, and Shaq O'Deal. This pack, you got Glenn Robinson, Vernon Maxwell, and Shaq. They're better than anything we've had in. Well, you've got Chris months. Mills, Latrell Sprewell, and well, hold who? on, hold okay. on. I'm going to read the back of Shaq's card. Okay. Do you know his nickname? Uh, no. I think he just goes by Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Actually, he's got loads. He's got the big cactus. The big Aristotle. The big Aristotle. <laughs> the big Aristotle. Shaq Pack. Shaq. Man of Shaq Steel. Shaq Diesel. Shaq Diesel. Um, Shaq O'Dill. <laughs> I don't think he's ever heard that. Uh, Shaq O'Dill. Did you say the big Shamrock? No, I did not. The big, the big Shamrock. Shamrock. 
my my enduring memory of him, besides all the everything we've already seen, uh, when he joined the Cavs, I remember they asked him like, "Why did you join the Cavs?" Do you know what he said? What? We're gonna get a ring for the king. They didn't, but I still remembered that cool sentence. It's a valiant effort. Um, Shaq led all NBA scorers, uh, dishing out 27.3 points of punishment per game. Bam! He spearheaded the Magic's furthest ever possession push straight into the 1995 finals. Of course, that was the year Jordan was out. That's when he's playing baseball, the year before these cards. Yeah, which is, yeah, but. And then this year. I'm, how did I'm, they, who did they lose to? How did they lose? Was to, it the Houston Rockets? Oh, in the finals? Yeah, yeah. So it was Olajuwon versus Shaq. Well, how about this? How about after tonight, we'll grab some, some burritos and we'll throw on NBA classics and we'll check out the 95 finals. Let's do it. So Shaq O'Deal, don't you dare show up and Ian's... Uh, it's all, all I can hope for at this point. Well, I mean, to be fair, though, you don't really need a center. It'd only be out of spite to block me from getting Shaq. No, the same with Jordan. I would pick Shaq still if I didn't. Not for spite, because you got those wild cards. You don't turn down Shaq. You don't turn down Michael Jordan. And you don't turn down Kendall Gill. You might turn down Kendall Gill. You, you did turn down Kendall Gill. <laughs> well, at the moment, he's probably my front runner, unfortunately. He's but... a guard. I'd take Spree. I'd take Spree. And he's not a flex position, but uh, uh, Kendall Gill is one of those guys who I honestly completely forgot until just now, but I definitely remember him as a player. Why don't you tell me what you know about the Illinois star? When I think of Kendall Gill, I think New Jersey Nets. I think those uniforms like Kerry Kittles. You know when Stephon Marbury went there as well. Those kind of they're kind of ugly, like navy and grey uniforms. Jason Kidd was there as well. That's the Kendall well, Gill. This I is remember. not the Kendall Gill we're talking about. See, well, wait, no, wait. at this point he wouldn't have been there. That so was later. I'm, I'm massively confused. Okay, let me just make sure he's on on this card. He's pictured as a Charlotte Hornet. Yep. He his last listed year is a Supersonic. So he started at the Hornets. Yeah, went to the Supersonics, yep. then went back to the Hornets. I guess. Or did they just use a picture from him from like the French? No, know? he must have gone back there. Yeah, I guess. Double he- trade alert. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there was a trade alert, or he was a free agent. Yeah. Kendall Gill, man, what's he? What's his stats say on Wikipedia? Well, he. I mean, he was all right. He, he for a career, thirteen point four points a game. So he's a good player. All rookie first team. He was a steals leader in nineteen ninety nine. I am looking for a guard, but he's not on my team. He's for you. You got Shaq. Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. Uh, what does it say on his card? What What is he, the little fun fact? It doesn't have one because it's telling me all about his uh, time in the Hornets and the Supersonics. Ah, I see. Okay. Rip Seattle. All right, buddy. You still looking for that that golden ticket? He played a little bit in the big three. Oh, the the one with Mahmoud Abdul Rauf doing yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Really? He played a little bit. I yeah. I don't know how much he played or how well he did, but I know he was part of that. All right, wait. I want to tell you a little bit about Kendall Gill. Hold on, because you didn't tell me anything. Oh, you did. You told me all of this. Okay. Who can possibly unseat Shackle O'Deal? Not this guy, but you know him. You know him very well. Give me a position, and I can give you an idea. He's a guard. He's a gritty guard, and I would say that grit and kind of tenacity that grit and thank you that's perfect that grit and tenacity Bruce Bowen went straight into his coaching approach as well whoa a guard who was a coach still is a coach still right now still is a very popular coach in the NBA no shit coached his son and then cut him (laughs) Doc Rivers you got Doc Rivers Doc is still playing in 95? I guess, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, yeah. He did have grit. He did Let's, have tenacity. Can I see it? Young Doc? This is 12th year in the league. Yeah, I was about to say. It must be near the end. With the Spurs. You know, you love them. Damn it. I don't even want to touch the card. 
<laughs> Did you see the background in the car that says "Stay in school"? We had that big problem in the '90s where everyone. What was, was that? Just people just weren't showing up to school. Yeah, we just thought playing hooky was way cooler, and we, the NBA cares. <laughs> what a simpler time that was. Now it's Stay like in school. don't do drugs. Now don't it's like kill people. leave your weapons at home. Yeah. Oh. Make sure the safety's on. <laughs> we laugh about this. But, ah, the safety of Tokyo. Um. Yeah, you know, Doc is cool, but now it has a little thing. Rivers combined with Chuck Purse and uh, Terry Cummings, Willie Anderson, and J.R. Reed to give the Spurs perhaps the best reserve core in the NBA. <laughs> he was good, though. Atlanta, yeah, he's a great Atlanta, reserve. Uh, he was known at the Atlanta Hawks, mainly. He had a few really good matchups with Jordan uh, in the Bulls when they were you know, can starting you to a, get good. Can you do a good uh, Doc Rivers impersonation? Almost certainly not. Okay. I just know he's a raspy fellow with his voice because he's always shouting at the players. Can you? Uh, no. <laughs> I almost did it. Uh I got some bad news for team blockers. There's a forward here. I don't want to talk anymore. I don't even want to go over it. It's not your your goddamn... Big three? What does that mean? The the, the three people I said at the beginning? It's one of those guys. Yes. I'm going to leave out some key words so you can fill in the blanks. 94, 95. Larry Johnson. Opposition found out what the Big Ten had known for two years. It's Chris Webber. This player and Juwan Howard are two-thirds of an intimidating front court. C-Web. You got the big bloke calling the timeout in the Wolverines championship, C-Web. For anyone listening who doesn't know, Chris Webber was part of um, what they called the big, the Fab Five. Oh, yeah. Michigan, when he's at University of Michigan, it was him, Juwan Howard. Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose. All and- three of those became big name NBA players. I mean... It was unprecedented to have a university team that highly recruited. Like five of, I think, the top probably, what, 20 high school players in the whole nation all went to Michigan. Yeah. I forgot the other two's name. Well, that's okay, though, because... but Rodney? Uh, I don't know. Stanley? But I don't know. Um, the thing was, though, is the Fab Five really changed the landscape of, of basketball. They were cool. They were they were exciting. And, like, if you didn't know who the Fab Five were, what were you doing following sports. I remember you said like last week or two weeks ago whenever it was you were at home when and you were watching on TV yeah, was and you saw Chris Webber call that timeout so what happened was um, Chris Webber called a timeout in the final against Duke University bitter rivals everyone was rooting for the Fab Five yeah and then with very little to go in the clock he called a timeout and they had no timeouts remaining which meant it was a technical foul they ended up losing the game on that technicality, and it was heartbreaking. It was, but you know, and you know what's interesting about C-Web? I know that he was. Can we all agree that the Kings were kind of screwed against the Lakers on that champ on that Eastern or Western Conference can Finals? You leave your hatred for the Kings at the door. Please? I'm giving them a. I'm giving them a some love here. I think we can all agree they had a really. The refs phoned it in on Game Seven. Yeah. It's too bad he never got the heights that he deserved as a player because of those Kings teams, he was among the only people I liked on that squad. Well, I think, obviously, Chris Webber, he didn't win a championship. No. That, but I don't think anyone questions his pro career. If you look at his numbers, he's still one of the best power forwards to have ever done it. He was drafted, he was, he was only at the Warriors for a season, which was disappointing. He's known mainly for his time at the Kings, obviously. I guess this point in time 94 he was at the bullets yeah yeah he was in the bullets i remember one of my first basketball shoes of all time was the nike i had the white 
Chris Webber's. Oh man, that's so sick. Do you still have those? I wish I did. They're probably, probably worth the a fortune. Jersey. <laughs> All right, let me tell you about C Web. Five time mm-hmm. NBA All Star, All NBA First Team, three time NBA All Second Team. He was a Rookie of the Year. He was the NBA rebounding leader. He has his number retired by the Sacramento should be Kansas City Kings. He was a consensus first-team All-American in 1993 and a McDonald's All-American MVP and Mr. Basketball USA. Hey. C-Web, buddy, at Mr. Basketball of Michigan. I'll say this, though. I thought his stats would be... I thought his accolades would be a little higher. All right, buddy. I think C-Web's your choice so far. Well, hopefully. Yeah. About... Oh, can I Maybe say, I'll get see Can I just say about damn time? I got a forward come up. I've been waiting for this You're this so moment. Stupid. All right, I don't want to look ahead. So I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a beer. Tell me who my next player is. You can unseat. Uh, well, Shaq, I guess. Well, well, mate. Process of elimination. Some people would choose him over Shaq. Is it Ewing? He's not a center. Ah, then I'm not taking him. He's a power forward, which is the last thing you need. No, I don't. Is it Carl Malone? It's not Carl Malone. Then who the hell do I care about? We forgot about someone. And we didn't get. I didn't forget about shit. We forgot about someone. I didn't forget about. I'm not saying anybody. I'm not saying he would be the right choice over Shaq. I would choose Shaq all day long, and most people would. But I guarantee there are people out there who would pick this player over Shaq. What? And we completely forgot him. Even at the beginning of this show, when I said there are still three good power forwards, I didn't. I forgot about this guy. His second year in this. This is his second year in the league. Second year in the league, huh? Wait. Okay, this is a rookie card. It's just like, who were the rookies this year? All right, let me. I will look up rookies of 95, 90, 1995 rookies. Before you do, I want you to guess who's guy because we haven't. We always talk about when we when we talk about rookies, we always talk about Jason Kidd and. Grant Hill. And that was the year before. We forget there are rookie cards in this deck. I reckon they're all in series two because we haven't had a single one that I can remember unless there were just terrible rookies in this year. Don't look at them yet. Okay. Because I I want you to guess who this player is. Okay. Okay. Give me some hints at least because I'm... Power forward. Yeah. Didn't go to college. Kevin Garnett? The big ticket. The big ticket? People... Some people would choose... I'm not saying... I would choose Shaq. 100%. 100%. But I think some people would be torn. What? Kevin Garnett is in this set? I, yeah, I the completely forgot as ticket? well. No, no, I didn't forget. I, I honestly didn't think he was in this collection. Damn. I mean, I can't take him with Barkley and Kemp and no. no center. But you know what sucks is like my house burned down when I was 15 years old. This so, is true. I'm not laughing at that. Sorry. Yes, you are. And I went to the hotel and my, you know, my mom was like, you know, I'm really sorry. Did you cause that fire? I'm not. Technically... <laughs> Okay, let's talk about something anyway, else. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I may have caused a, a fire, but I was super down because I lost all my comics collection. I lost all my video games, and it, all the fire was centralized in my downstairs basement. You almost certainly caused that fire. It's and tragic. I'm sorry to hear that. My friends all joke. The whole like we went and looked at the rub, the rubble that was left, and my comics were in like these water resistant sleeves that were like protecting against moisture. Yeah. Doesn't do much when they go like, there may be a fire. And they like use the hose right on the case that I kept them all in. Were, um, they, not, were they not burnt though? Prior to- no, because the fire was isolated in a different room and the people just oh. went nuts with like... So smoke. if they just left them alone, it would have been okay. If they just left it alone, it would have smelled like smoke, but the comics would have been salvageable. Oh, sorry they hosed my TV speakers. But I went to the hotel, right? And I was pretty sad about losing everything I owned. However, 
the big ticket went off for like a 56 point game on like TNT. And I remember thinking, and they had those awesome jerseys with the, the triangles around the neck. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought like, at that time I was like, that's my guy. I love KG. We forgot about, we we did. Play. I didn't even really forget. I just didn't think he was available. Can we see who the rookies were this year? Yeah, yeah. So I was going to look up the 95 draft. Ooh, Stackhouse. Oh, yeah, of course. This is Jerry Stackhouse this year. All right. So who went number one? Jerry Stackhouse. Joe Smith. Joe Smith. Whoops. Who went number two? Jerry Stackhouse. Antonio McDice. Whoops. Then Stackhouse. And then one of my least favorite players who played in the Pistons when I was rooting for the the Celtics at this time. Uh Uh-huh. It's either Rip Hamilton or Chomsey. No, it's the worst. But now... Oh, Rashid. But now I love him. Because ball don't lie. Sheed. Ball don't lie, baby. Yeah, okay. Now I love Sheed. But Sheed went fourth. Then KG went fifth. And then you have Damon Stoudemire went seventh. There could be a Damon Stoudemire in this pack. Mighty Mouse. Damn. And then, ooh, Sean Respert and Ed O'Bannon and Kurt Thomas. And uh, the next guy you might know is Michael Finlay. Yep. Ooh, man. That was it from that year. Okay. Do you want me to read the back of KG's card? Yeah, of course. He went, so he went to Farragut Academy in Chicago. Farragut coach William Nelson describes Garnett as a shot-blocking and rebounding force with, out, with an outside touch reminiscent of Patrick Ewing. No shit. That's a cool-looking card, too. Look how long he is. God, KG. Look at, look at him. He's a kid, man. Don't like those jerseys and the Wolves, though. I like those. No, I, like I the, like those. I like the triangle ones, man. No, I like those. I like the blue and green, the classic. Look at that. Yeah. Where he's palming the ball, looking all, like, young and confident. Rookie cards. We forgot about the rookies this year. Well, we forgot all about a lot of things in these past uh, eight episodes. Uh, can I just mention one thing? Yeah, you can mention two things if you want. Well, I got one main pressing thing. Bit of a worry. How many uh, cards have we had so far? One, two, three, four, five. Okay. You have, do I have an insert? Come, am I done? You've got five inserts. <laughs> what the hell? I'm done. So maybe we have to reevaluate. Oh, you're right. You're right. We're done. You have your last card right here. But you know what? I think we can both agree the quality of these cards have been significantly higher. So this is what's called rolling the bones. Yeah. Ball don't lie. Well, we'll still go through all the inserts, obviously, talk about them. But I guess, if I, am, I, am I the same? Or is it like this the hologram deal? This is your last card right here. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Let's. Well, this does create some debate. We'll talk about that after we go through the cards. Okay. Let's see what happens. All okay. right. Your last guy, uh, his nickname is Mr. Forgettable, coined by me, Eric Murdoch. Mm, yeah. No, it's not going to be Chris Webber. Really. What does it say about him? Uh, with 6.43 assists per game, Murdoch led the Bucks in playmaking in 94-95. It's tough because he has these badass glasses he, sorry just to clarify did he lead the team in assists because i don't think playmaking is like a, 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 a <laughs> no it's an official stat it's is it called playmaking okay. okay means that you could do that from the bench surely the coach yeah i've led this podcast in playmaking for <laughs> five episodes uh but it's a it's a nebulous stat for okay. sure uh you know let me let me let me do the guy let me give him some some props because you don't know shit about eric murdoch i don't i'm gonna own up to that immediately he was a journeyman. No shit. <laughs> All right. He played for the Utah Jazz, Milwaukee Bucks, Vancouver Grizzlies, Denver Nuggets, Fortudo Bologna, Miami Heat, New Jersey Nets, Los Angeles Clippers, Grand Rapids Hoops, the Virtus Bologna, the Jersey <laughs> Squires, and the Idaho Stampede, baby. I don't think there's a team called the Virtuous Bologna. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he was a consensus... It sounds like a superhero sausage. 
Look, I don't know how he's... He played for... If it's not Bologna, then somebody from Italy can correct me. Bologna. Anyway, know, they're Bologna. virtuous. Yeah. And let's stop dragging their name through the, the I mean the no grill. disrespect. Uh, it just seems like that he was a... He was a... Um, not, a, not, a not a legend. Okay. So... Yeah, no, I won't be picking him. All right, well, we knew something like this could happen there was always a potential for a different structure of the cards we alluded to it at the beginning of the show and indeed there is so going forward for the next few weeks we can pick from five that makes things a bit spicy doesn't it well uh, it's a tough call i think that that here's my fear okay we were going under the premise that at least six or seven cards would be available to draft right positions seven, seven or eight or seven has or eight, been yeah. up to now yeah i think limiting you to only five or even limiting me to only five what if there is no centers or forwards well we both still got potentially our wild cards yeah but you have to i mean imagine if weber wasn't in that pack you would have to take a guard there was no other forwards i think there's one more wasn't there i don't think let's so let's have a count up with position wise who who had what in the packs you had four oh you you would have had to take chris mills chris mills okay you had guard guard center forward forward so you, I'm okay. Let's see where this takes us. I think I say right, roll right, with right, it. Right, I say right. roll Let's with it. Let's see where it takes us. All right. I don't want to start picking, being able to pick from. No, inserts. I don't either. I don't either. But there might be some workaround that uh, maybe a listener can give us some insight and say, "Hey, you idiots, try this." All right. But anyway, unless there are certain inserts that are not really inserts, I but think I that's going to be so. tough. I think we left those in series one. Okay. Well, when Dijon mustard was. Are you? Should we talk about the types of inserts? Because these are not Professor Dunn. I've got like Dunks. six different goddamn inserts right now. I've got the best damn checklist I've ever seen. Look at that. Oh, my God. Can I can I replace my player we don't, card with we that? We don't look at the back of the checklist because we don't want to know what yeah. players might be this coming up. This is amazing looking. This is, is a, a sick card. That is a gold embossed Sean Kemp checklist. The In the back is a neon green. I'm going to show you. It is. This card looks awesome. So, does, do you have a checklist in your one? Uh, let me. I have five different inserts. Okay, I've got a uh, a scouting card, a Hold playoff on. time, another scouting report, a photo gallery, and a gonna fly now. How many different types of inserts are in there? I've got, got I've got two scouting reports. I do too. I've got a playoff time. Mm-hmm. Do you have a playoff time? He obviously wasn't listening to anything I just said. I was, but I don't think you said playoff time. I definitely said playoff time. Oh, okay. So okay, four <laughs> so maybe, types maybe, of inserts. Maybe we have the exact same. Two scouting, one playoff, one... Do you have a photo gallery? I don't have a photo gallery. This is a pretty nice card. Okay. All right, all right. To the inserts. You're first, though. Uh, am I? Well, checklist. Short oh, that was checklist. really sick. Yeah. All go. right. Your scouting report is the, the mailman. Ooh. Carl Malone. Oh, my God. There's a huge thing of text. And it even has Bill Walton, who's, like, giving the commentary, it looks like. Okay, you want to read it off? This is Bill Walton's commentary on Carl Malone's scouting report, 95-96. How can you tell it's Bill Walton? Do you have a little picture it, of Bill Walton? Yeah, it's his oh, scouting. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Big Red. All right. Carl has my Bill Walton and <laughs> I'm done. He likes the Grateful Dead like your shirt you're wearing. Carl, one of the most complete packages. Actually, you know what? Mailman package. I like what you did there, Big Red. You like <laughs> oh. it? Carry, no, carry it on. Carry it on. No, 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 carry no, no, no. I want to check something. I want to check Bill Walton's voice, and I want to give a, a facsimile of his... Uh, I just want to try. I want to see if I can do it. Carl, 
One of the most complete packages basketball I've ever seen is the player by which all future power forwards will be measured. A dominant low post player, Carl has consistently proven year in year out that he is the game's premier power forward. Uh, there was one small error. Power Well, there were several. I didn't know that I was eating the microphone when we were recording that. Should I repeat it in normal English? So you I thought you said, should to... you go and get tested for something? Yes, you absolutely should immediately. Uh, no, that was good. That was no, good. No, wait, are you sure? That was good. And I'm looking at mine. It looks like they got Billy Boy to do all of them. Oh, can you give me your Bill Walton? No. Hey, come on. It's, a, it's, the, it's the thrill of the, the pack. I, yeah, but I can't. I did a good job, I felt. The only American accent I can do is a southern one. I'll try that. That'll be Bill Walton when he traveled to the south. Okay. You got to guess who I'm talking about. Okay, that was like Bill Walton. All right. I, I can't. Just fucking do it. I did a drunk. I ate the mic. A man who has excelled and won at every level. He brings a distinct level of competitiveness <laughs> to each and every game. No matter how tight the defense, his quick release <laughs> and unlimited range allows Glenn to keep stepping back and stepping up. <laughs> No. So, boy, you got to step up now and tell me who I'm talking about. Is it Glenn Rice? It is Glenn Rice. <laughs> Here's my main problem. Did that sound like Bill Walton at any well, point? I in feel life? like we have to apologize to the southern states, which I won't. That got more and more like Forrest Gump as it went on. I won't even claim that, to be honest. I will let all listeners decide where that came from. But I think you actually did capture... Forrest a, Gump. A certain part of Mississippi quite well. I hope my friends and family... Well, I, They're not listening. They don't have radio yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. I love it. Your impersonation of the Deep South is much better than my impersonation of, of Bill Walton. All right. Well done. Glenn Rice. I wish he would have come up once or twice. Why? Because you'd have picked him over Shaq. I didn't mean tonight. I just meant in general. All right, this is 1995 playoff time, and look at this. We got we got the Flying Dutchman, the Duncan Dutchman. So this this is the first time we've had a card that's not about a player. It's about two teams. Yep, it's and about so a match. This, it's uh, God, this is so crazy. Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, oh man, this was a closeout game. The Magic went seven with the Pacers. Yeah, this is the year Jordan didn't play. Yeah, yeah. This was a really well. Oh man, these. That was a great series. It was. We should watch this, man. These games were extremely close and competitive. Oh, did they tell you all the, the, all the games on there? Yeah. All right. Orlando had never been in a seventh game of an NBA playoff series. Yeah, it went to game seven, I remember. But it made the best of its first chance, routing the Pacers 105... Spoilers. 105 to 81. The Magic found themselves in the NBA Finals for the first time in only their sixth NBA season. Orlando, uh, I don't need to show off my French skills. I mean, I can't. I mean, I, I can't insult your French accent. You can. I think that because we only had five players to choose from, we've now tapped into a very, very offensive dark zone place. of, <laughs> a dark, of dark offending place. all people. So okay. all are equal. You've also got a playoff time card. So this was the Eastern Conference Finals. Is this the West? Correct, yeah. Hey, look at that. I got some This is the Western Conference Semifinals. That's what this was, the Eastern Conference Semis. And it was... Houston. Spurs. And Houston? And Lakers. No, it was it was Spurs-Houston in the final, I guess. 
Oh, I'm so sorry. Semifinals. I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I got you. Okay, shut up. Uh, It went to seven games. Ooh, drama. And you got a nice car there, Avery Johnson, and we've mentioned him. Both these players actually several times. Avery Johnson and Nick the Quick. Oh, Nick the Quick. Who's still reeling? Smack. Who's still reeling from not being part of the Jammers? He had his ticket booked. He called me today. I declined the call. <laughs> Good. Uh, right, so, you ready for this? Yes. The fourth-seeded Spurs in seven games beat the second-seeded Lakers. Ooh, baby. Hate that. Six games. <laughs> okay. Ready? In 1995, the Spurs earned a spot in the Western Conference Finals for the first time in 12 years. Wow. That's a long break. I know we don't like talking about the modern day, but they, they failed to make the playoffs today for the first time in, well, since... 22 years. Yeah, yeah I had since... myself a little party. Oh, God. Uh, Cake, wings, had all the fixings. In 1995, the Spurs earned a spot in the Western Conference Finals for the first time in 12 years. David Robinson hit for 31 points and grabbed 15 rebounds in the clinching Game 6 versus the Lakers. I knew he'd come up big. The Admiral. They should feature him him on the card. We don't want these schmoes. We don't want Nick Van Exel on there. Well, you'll be happy to know that my my scouting report... Glenn is one of the game's purest shooters. Glenn, is that Glenn Robinson? That's Glenn Robinson. Glenn right here. We got Glenn Rod right here. Yeah, I'm not even going to repeat what you did. If you want to hear about Glenn Robinson, why don't you rewind about four minutes and you can hear Ian's expert retelling of Glenn the Glenn the big. What's his nickname? Oh, it's Glenn Rice. I same card. Said, I thought it was Glenn Robinson. You, no, okay. it's the exact same card you had. Okay. Well, he's just come back to haunt me. We just spoke ill of him a second ago. It's Nick Van Exel. <laughs> Van, I didn't speak ill of him. I said Van Smack. It's like an ex-girlfriend, yeah. I haven't I'm sorry, had Nick. any of those. What's I'm, that like? I'm sorry, Nick. I didn't pick you for the team. He's just and he keeps keep showing he up. keeps calling. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's sitting outside the apartment right now in that uh, car. They've had a lockdown flights. He can't get in. Okay. Well, just as well, because he's back to haunt us. It's none other than Bill Walton. Uh, let's not go that route again. Opinions on Nick Van Exel. I think we've done enough damage. Nick. <laughs> oh Nick's brilliance goes beyond. Uh, I can't. Why Can you even a... speak regular no, English? I can't. So this small. is your native These language. Are so small. Well, the other one was in English too. <laughs> uh, Nick's brilliance goes beyond the obvious numbers. It doesn't. He did. Bill, Bill didn't say it does. So that's, that's my little. I don't think Bill opinion. knows these words. Uh, assists, points, and steals. He is near the top of the new breed of young players who bring a definitive style to each and every game. That is just like some copywriters. Like, okay, what's his name? Never, never heard of him. Yeah, he's definitive. Def- they just threw out all the keywords. Yeah. 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 No, sorry, Nick. Okay, Van Smack. Listen, you, I. I'm a I'm all in on Van Smack. You're just a hater. Let's talk about the next guy. Now I got a really cool card here. Okay, it's a what I like about this particular one. It's a photo gallery, which means it's like a black and white still, which is nice. Oh, this is the one that I don't have. Yeah, don't. you don't have this one. Ooh. It's really cool. And it says Grant Hill shows his true form, driving for two. Look at that. It's arty. I can I say this is ahead of its time. This is really great design for a card. This card. Yeah. Yeah. I actually got to say I'm really impressed with the series two inserts. Somebody had a lot more time to prep for this than they did Series 1. Well, they got enough of them to choose from. Yeah, uh... I know, but like, some guy had to make all that. That's That looks really nice, man. It's no hologram. I think it's better than hologram. No, you don't. Yes, Come I on. don't throw it at me, but I think the black and white is like an Akura Kurosawa. It's a nice guy. Eddie Jones making an appearance as well in the background. Hill combines quickness, vision, touch, and elevation to make defenses 
quiver. He'll utilize... Oh, <laughs> that's French. I was about to keep... Uh, it's the same thing in French. <laughs> okay. Do you think that Hill could have been one of the all-time greats if he wasn't injury-prone? Well, how about this? Okay. In 94-95, Hill up. became the first Pistons rookie Ooh. to score a 1,000 points in a season since Isaiah Thomas. Damn. I'm reading that because your next card is Grant Hill. <laughs> All right. Welcome. Welcome back. It's a, a driving force card. And it actually has a fun fact as well. You ready for this? Yes. Did you know Detroit set a single season team records? A single season team records? With 494 trays in 1,394 attempts. 39%. Wait, how many did did, did Curry make? In his record-setting season. 400 and something. So, yeah, basically the same <laughs> as these guys. He beat out the record-setting Pistons single-handedly. <laughs> Who knows? But, yeah, sorry to cut you off there. I just thought it was no, interesting. Okay. I just thought it was interesting. We got the same player. So, Ian, regale them with tales of Mississippi. All right, Fathead, you ready for your last card? Fathead number two. Thank you. <laughs> sorry, F2. Uh, did you have a Gonna Fly Now card? I had a driving force. I think they're trying to piggyback on the the Rocky theme Can I song. To see the yeah, front go of it? ahead. Yeah, it's a really cool card. Oh, you know what? These no, sorry, we we've messed up. It's not a driving force insert. It's not a gonna fly now insert. It's a I love this team insert. <laughs> okay, which All it right. says in tiny at the bottom. So mine was actually for the whole Pistons. That's why it's not. It, it talks about Grand Hill, it, but it's uh, a Pistons one. I know that the guy who designed this is, it's possible he's listening. You had too much going on with these. You've got Gonna Fly Now, I Love This Team, you've got... No, 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 I Love This Team is that insert. I know, but it's, okay. It's got Each one's got a headline. Well, tell me the headline, and I'm going to tell you what team it's talking about. I Love This Team. Where's the headline? It's on the, the, the no, side? No, on the side. The bit you just said. Okay, okay, I right. forgot what you said. Gonna Fly Now. So a team of high flyers. I don't even know who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this guy in my life. A team of high flyers. It's the Sixers. Is it Clarence Weatherspoon? It's Sharon Wright. Ah, uh, yeah, that was a bad. That was a ninety-four, bad... ninety-five NBA All Rookie Second Team member. Wright grabbed six <laughs> rebounds per game in his reserve role. Dude, let me get this right. Okay. This is the team's card in the entire deck of six hundred packs. This is the team's card of the let's, Sixers. Let's showcase the best thing we can possibly showcase about this team, and a that reserve, is a, a res reserve rebounder, a reserve in the all rookie game. What the hell? I think Dana Barris way better may have warranted a mention. I feel like if they were to make like a, I'm being presumptive, but if they were to like have a podcast all stars fantasy team i feel we might get an insert <laughs> we you'd be a right. professor what, dunk what's the uh, stat about the team on I the told side you. no on the side oh yeah you're right there's a hidden message did you know probably not in 95 94-95 the sixers became only the third nba franchise to win 2000 games well yeah they've been around a long time haven't they so not impressed all right this was a fun okay let's see what can we draw what can we conclude from Series 2 of these cards? We've only opened a pack. My Here's my excitement and here's my fear. And they go hand in hand. I'm excited because this chair keeps squeaking. I'm, I'm excited because the quality of cards were definitely a level above what we're used to. We had the infamous week six where we had to we had to redo the entire draft. That's because right. There's an e extra 50 cards in, from a base... My concern is, is we're drafting from a pool of five, and I feel like tonight may have been fool's gold. We got some awesome picks, 
and we feel like, oh, yeah, Chris Webber, Shackle O'Deal, if we choose them. Uh, but, like, I'm not sure that next week we're going to have such great fortunes. Well, I think we've both been, we've both had to make tough choices. You famously, I say famously. Yeah, famously. Didn't choose John Stockton. That is the most notorious pick so far. Because you were thinking of your team as a whole. I was. I didn't pick Mark Price because I was thinking of my team. I didn't want to be pigeonholed into having to pick in these next five weeks, three forwards, a centre. It didn't give me much much flexibility considering my point guard, although I'd rather have Mark Price probably than Tim Hardaway, maybe. I don't know. It's tough for me. However... I'd rather have... Okay, go ahead. But, however, we've purposely... I think we're prepared for this. I think we've done well at this point to try and make our teams as balanced as they could possibly be. Definitely I have. Well... You've just been neglecting the forward position. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to hold on. I think you've had a lot easier choices. Oh, guard, 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 guard. Gimme, 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 gimme. I think you've had a lot easier. You've always had one superstar. Here we go, everyone. I just want to, oh, oh, Pete's had it easy. When he puts his GM hat on, it's a one size fits all. You've had had one head. You've had one You've had one superstar. The last few weeks, it's not been uh, been too much of a dilemma. Pete just gives the gimme, gimmies. And if anybody chooses the blockers, that means they're just a big, dumb, fat head, too. (laughs) Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. So, I don't know, but I think we're good you know what might have been better if we had these cards for the first five weeks and then the other so but in, in hindsight's 2020 it doesn't my make friend. any difference what you're saying well no because then you've got if, if we're drawn to if we can only pick from five players and you've got a completely empty roster then we could have picked any five of those and it doesn't matter we're not we're not looking for specific positions i wouldn't have entertained any guard regardless of who it was today because i need three forwards yeah yeah, yeah you're right um, but I think my favorite was week two when I drank 11 beers and got sick and then you told me I can never do that again. Can we go back to those halcyon days? <laughs> I, I'm still living them. I think we're in them. Um, but so the inserts, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not impressed. That, really? that photo one looked good. No, wait, 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 wait. I, 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 I like my Professor Dunks. I hated the Professor Dunk series. I liked them because they were so shit. They were so the, bad. The players they chose were just terrible. Those those professors were the equivalent of me being a teacher of English in any culture or society. I, I do not deserve to be a teacher of English. That's I'm a professor of English in this stupid pack of upper deck. But, um, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me go back to my point, though. I think like the photo gallery card is cool. I kind of like these playoff time moments where they highlight specific events. That's true. That We haven't had that before. We're talking about an actual moment from the 90s. Yeah, you're I'm right. They're a, good. I'm not a huge fan of the Bill Bill Walton scouting combine whatever thing. Yeah. I kind of like the Professor Dunks more than that. But I think that the inserts were cool. I think, I think it's, it's just too many. There's one, just too one many, or two yeah. too many, isn't there? It was but. half the pack. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Overall, let's review what we got this week. We could open two, two packs. packs. That's what I was... Okay, here's what I was going to say. You read my mind. Uh, because that would be 10... So, previously, we were picking from seven or eight cards. Seven if you're unlucky and got a hologram, but normally eight. So, this would be eight to ten. It'd be ten choices now, given so the five for five. jumping from eight to ten instead of jumping from eight to five. So, I know that it's asking a lot for people to comment on the stuff because I know it's a it's troublesome but if you want to send us a message if you know us personally or if you want to comment on the Instagram or the tw- or tweet at us should we be allowed to open a little double pack ski because it's only 10 cards still 
And maybe we could save a special episode for the inserts at a later time to keep it truncated and nice and tight. We could go over our 10 cards and just get nice in and out. Uh, we would love to hear from you because I think it's a I think it's a worthy discussion. We're getting into the last four packs. I'm just worried that like what if you what if you don't get a forward at all? What if it goes guard 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 center center? This is just a, potentially you know it's just one idea. Whoever wins the paper rock scissors can say today's one pack or today's two packs. Two packs. They they make that call at the beginning. All right, we've got we got to put our thinking caps on. That's a that's a question for another time. Tonight we were lucky. We came back from a long break. We got some awesome cards. Um, we made some mistakes along the way. Mm-hmm. I ate the microphone. I shouted. You did a very impressive Southern accent. And uh, let's review what we got this week. I think that this I is going to be quick. Are we yeah. going to go over the inserts too? Or, no, yeah, it's just all... it's just who you can choose from, right? No, no, no. We always go over all, but start with the players we can choose from, and then make a clarification that inserts are unchoosable. But I want to know the whole pack. Okie dokie. In no particular order. Okay. Kevin Garnett, the big ticket. Damn. Glenn Robinson, the big dog. <laughs> Doc Rivers, the big dick. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> just, just a rumor. I don't know. Oh, uh, he's happy. I, oh, I should have done it the other way around because Shaq, the big cactus. The big cactus. Damn it, I had three bigs in a row. I didn't you, say them. I you, messed it up. You skipped my, my other player, didn't you? Vernon Maxwell. Okay, and Vernon Maxwell. <laughs> Who are my inserts? Sorry. Sorry, just to clarify. You got the big ticket. Yes. The big dog. Yeah, the big dick. The Big Dick. <laughs> the Big Cactus. And Vernon Maxwell. And Mad Max. Ah, Mad Max. That's right. And, and then from your inserts, you've got a lovely looking Sean Kemp checklist card. God, that card you is awesome. You have a Glenn Rice scouting report. Glenn Rice. You've got the Western Conference semifinals, San Antonio Spurs versus Los Angeles Lakers game six card. Can I take that? No. You have it if you want it, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, if you want to take it home, that's fine. You've got... Von Trapp or whatever you call him. Va- it's Van Smack. Okay. Von Trapp. And then, and then you've got... <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? And then you've got the whole Detroit Pistons driving force card. All right. As personified by Grant Hill. Von Trapp. I will choose. Finally, a center is welcome to the blockers. And what a center it is. And what a center it is. Shaquille O'Fucking-Neal, baby. It's not good for the jammers at all. Welcome to the blockers, and not a moment too soon. God, I, man, I have been born under a lucky star. The only thing that can screw me now is NBA Live 98 on the (laughs) SNES. Oh, man. All right. Your choices. I've chosen Shaq, just so you know. Yep. He's gone now. I'm aware of this. There are no more Shaqs. Uh-huh. <laughs> Perish. Good luck against Diesel. <laughs> all right, all right. In no particular order. Uh-huh. Chris Mills. Eric the Murdoch. Murdoch. C-Web. Kendall Gill. The Choker, Latrell Sprewell. I wonder if the Choker could be applied to C-Web. As well, because he choked that game away. Also, you have Gonna Fly Now. I love this team. Philadelphia 76ers reserve As personified by? uh, Sharon Wright. Playoff time, Orlando Magic versus Pacers. Photo gallery, Grant Hill. The mailman, Carl Malone. Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice. As an insert. So who do you choose with your... Uh, ninth pick is this eighth eighth pick eighth pick clearly Chris Webber because I know we're saying like oh man he's not a choker I'm just kidding he's I an don't awesome care about player that. he oh. did massively 
I'm just saying, when you get a really good player, a really, really good player, and it happened with me with Jordan, suddenly everything's right with the world. You have yeah, a positive yeah, outlook yeah. on everything. And you're like, you know what? These cards are so great. There's only five, but they're so great. Read mine again without Chris Webber in there. Eric Murdoch. Uh-huh. Chris Mills. Yep. Latrell Sprewell well, and yeah. Kendall Gill. You see what I'm... You can see there is still the higher chance... There are going to be five terrible cards in a pack. Oh, I mean, I get bad cards. No, I'm not saying about that. I'm not saying about my cards. I'm, I, I got Chris Webber. I'm not complaining at all. I'm just saying, I don't want us to come away from today's show thinking, oh, there's only going to be five, but it doesn't matter because they're always going to be good players. There may well not. I know. That's what I'm saying. So let's, we have a week to think about it. Yeah. And we can talk to the listeners. We can talk to each other. I, I hate talking to you. What's your personal choice? Oh, man. I think there's... Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm, I have two choices. Reasonable Pete wants me to open two packs simply because I feel it gives us the most fun to, to choose a player that would best suit our teams. Now, Pete's team as GM Pete, I know I've got this thing locked and loaded right now in terms of like the better squad. So I should just screw you over so bad and say like you get five choices, that's it. We've got four more packs game over hey i you know a lot can change in a couple of weeks as shown the like take your last three picks away it, yeah definitely you know what i mean a lot, you're right a lot you're can right change. but so, i mean i it's tough i i, I kind of just wish that they'd kept the same format to be honest where it was where it was seven to eight cards as their your draftables or, yeah i guess they just didn't well, they, see this podcast coming they clearly weren't worried about duplicates i'm not sure why they didn't go along with that theory because there were so many it's it's unfortunate but um I think that will come to something natural. Uh, everything else so far has felt organic and cool, and we haven't tried to so cheat we're saying, the process. So we're saying, uh, again, we will, we've got a week to think about this. Let's not dwell too much on it. But you're saying, just to clarify, if we do do the two-packs options, if we mention the inserts at all, it's just literally, that's it. You're mentioning, we're not describing the inserts because it'll be a much longer show. We, it's it's focusing on the 10 player cards. And well, we... it's like, it's tough because... Uh, I, I talked to a couple of listeners, and I, I'm i not sure if they're interested in an hour and a half discussion. Maybe we could do the normal show of like a, of the 10 players that we draft, and then we can say, like, thanks for listening. That was Magic on the Blacktop. And then we can say, like, for a little bit of a bonus, if you want to listen, we'll go over the inserts together. That would be, a, I think, like a middle ground where we, we go over both. And people can just shut the damn thing off if they're like, okay, <laughs> I've heard enough of these idiots for an hour but blacktop extra the inserts yeah we could have a blacktop extra inserts but i think that that's a reasonable outcome is to put it at the back end well i quite like that idea actually because we got enough packs they sent well, we ordered 35 33 Ooh, left so we definitely should have... i pay for this okay it doesn't matter i don't think you paid me it did you? <laughs> okay uh but so we have enough cards to do with and it would mm, make things easier that we if we don't even have to mention the insert on gut feeling alone I would like to just keep it one pack because I think it's funnier. I think it, it can lead to funnier situations with just five cards to choose Fair from. Fair enough. I'm okay with that. But I'm happy either way. Let's see what people... Yeah, so, give us your feedback. We're not we're not like married to any certain idea. I mean, this is just so so much fun. And I, I honestly don't care how it goes at any, at any rate. I'm looking forward to all of it. So... See Ian, how, see how happy and you see how nice drafting a player like Shaquille O'Neal no, makes you. No, I honestly the, your think it was no, everything. no. It was the time away from you. <laughs> that was go. so brutal. There's the P. And I, I had a I had a root canal, and mm. then we had to record. It was 
awful. Oh, you're saying you missed me. I, I thought missed you, you, buddy. I thought you were saying the time away from you made you happy. <laughs> the time away from me made you happy. No, no. Okay. I'm, I'm happy to see you. I'm, I'm staring you down. In these COVID times, you're, you're a beacon of strength. <laughs> well... So possibly to, illness. To, well, I we, hope not. <laughs> we, we, can we say found out today? <laughs> Let's not go there. A guy right. in this apartment building has so, uh, Ian COVID. No, it's okay. We're good. Uh, that's it. That's all we got for today. Check us out on Magic on the Blacktop Instagram and hit us up on Magic Blacktop. Hit the website MagicOnTheBlacktop.com. React to us. I, look, you need to change my mic. I feel like I've been way louder this week than ever. Oh, it's because you're screaming, and it's too. Most of that is the chair squeaks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ian. I'll see you next week. Bye bye. Oh, Jesus. Cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>